This is what I see more common than anything else is that men just want to be accepted. And regardless of the situation that they're in, they will do what they can to find that level of acceptance in order to be seen a certain way that coincides with how society expects us to be seen. My name is Johnny Elsasser, and I'm a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger and Tactical Commander to the U.S. Ambassador's Protective Detail. I have seen the struggle even the most hardened men have faced when they combat their inner demons, and I am here to shine a light on those struggles to show that no man is exempt from adversity and internal pain. Men from all walks of life share their stories of hardship, darkness, and perseverance so that every man knows that whatever he is going through, he is not alone. Evolution for men begins now. This is a Soul Fire production. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. I have been really diving into the concepts of masks. Um, a lot of people want to talk about this. It's an interesting concept, I will say that. Um, they want to talk about the masks that, you know, let's obviously particularly focused on men, that men wear. I've come to the conclusion I don't necessarily believe in this structure that masks are worn. Um, I think that there are facades put by people trying to tailor your perspective of them. But I think this happens both with men and women. This isn't a, a man thing. I think women do this a lot as well. I do coach men on their relationships as well as building strong men and, and their foundational pieces of masculinity around who they are. And part of what I tell them is, is, especially when it comes to my single guys out there, is really relates to the ambassadorship. With, this is what I believe. Uh, an ambassadorship that people present of themselves to you. So you're not dating in particular that person, you're dating their ambassador. Their ambassador is the politically uh, approved person who has a way of always finding that middle of the road and being perceived as really a person of bridge building as opposed to controversy, right? That's what ambassadors do. They represent the role of a country. And then what they are supposed to do is they are placed within that country at a U.S. embassy or consulate. And they sit there and have these conversations with other political leaders. And they present themselves as the bridge to the United States. Now, this is what I believe we as people have is more of an ambassadorship. Now that ambassadorship looks very differently for every person because every person's got different tendencies, different strengths, different weaknesses. But I don't know that I necessarily believe that there's these masks that are always worn by people. And I would say that extensively, I don't, I don't believe that there's, if you want to even buy into the mask hypothesis, I, I would say that there's not very many of them. There's, there's kind of maybe just a couple if you want to even buy, go down that road. But ultimately, I believe that people have a certain belief of themselves, how they've lived their lives, their experience, and the person they want you to see in them, right? And whether that is their true version, typically in a lot of cases, it's not because we want to be seen and accepted in a certain way so that we have a certain level of respect within a social construct. Those things all are kind of what plays into the role of how men and how women put themselves out there to the world. 
Now, I think that's a better thing than I would say somebody walking around with a specific mask everywhere they go. Because I've seen people where they go into completely unfamiliar environments. And if you were to tell me that they were wearing a certain mask, they would not have been seen wearing that mask in that environment because the environment made them so uncomfortable. And that mask did not necessarily fit with that environment. Now, personality traits, on the other hand, are different, or the presentation of how you want people to see you are different. Those are more malleable. Those are more interchangeable. And they're also more fluid within society, which I believe is more of a construct than the mask. A mask is kind of like, hey, I'm wearing this one fixed mask, and that's who I am everywhere I go, even though it's not true to me, this is what I want people to see, right? But that's not really what people are doing. More or less, what they're doing is they're seeing an environment, and then they, they depending on the relationships in that environment and what they receive from that environment, they're putting themselves to be seen in a certain way that they would be valued in that also makes sense with that environment, right? So it's an adaptability response system, more or less, in my opinion, and what I've done with my research is that that's more of an adaptability response system than it is like, a oh, I'm wearing a mask to protect my insecurities. Now, Men put up walls to protect their insecurities for sure. We talked about this before on the show, but things like judgment, uh, when you get highly defensive, um, it doesn't necessarily... And I, God, God, man, motherfuck. I really get tired of people talking about the aggression shit because that's just fucking stupid. Um, I think there's a level of competitiveness with, with men. Uh, and I think that that inherently has been in us since the evolution of men and basically the establishment of civilization. But properly placed aggression is actually a very great tool for society, as we conceive time and time again. Um, so that whole thing with like aggression, just that's a different conversation for a different time. Maybe we'll talk about that. But really, what I want to discuss is this 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 more uh, more of the concept around what it is we're doing when we adapt to an environment and how we may not be true to ourselves in that adaptation. But it allows us to feel relatively more comfortable where we are, right? And this is what I see more common than anything else is that men just want to be accepted. And regardless of the situation that they're in, they will do what they can to find that level of acceptance. Women do it as well. But I think men have to go a little further above and beyond because of the fact that there's a lot more stigma within the masculine culture placed on men, where if you don't know something, for instance, and you ask a question, you're taught that if that is what you do, you are believed to be inferior to that other person. So I think there's a little bit of a different construct socially for men than there is for women, which is why I believe that this is more of a conversation of how we adapt as men to situations in order to be seen a certain way that coincides with how society expects us to be seen. Now, that all is about how we are raised as well. But Western culture looks at it. We There are certain foundations that have been put within Western culture, social image and the expectation the media has and the expectation that movies and uh, TV shows have given us. And so that is a different construct. It's not real. Uh, we talk about this as the normative theory of masculinity. And in that normative theory, none of that is actually normal. It's all a fabricated version of masculinity that we've bought into, but we were programmed. 
but we don't really coincide with. We don't really believe in that. And majority of men have stated this, that they actually don't believe in a lot of those things. Yet we're all trying to live a, a life built around it. So I digress. Talking about how masks I don't really believe are the real thing that men carry or men wear. I think it's an adaptable mindset that men carry and wear. And they have a perception of themselves that need to be seen a certain way in any social setting. And it may not look the same every single time. So I don't believe it to be a fixed mask. I believe it to be a certain perception of how they're supposed to be seen. And the language that gets you to see them that way is going to change depending on the social setting, the knowledge base of people, the intellectual level and everything else. Right. And I say this because of the fact that I have, I've been this guy, right. So I have hundred percent been this dude where I, especially when I started in the government, you know, well, not necessarily in the obviously DOD, but when I was working for the state department, right. Like early on in my career, I didn't know a lot about like the political structures. I mean, I knew some, but I didn't know a crap ton about um, the political structure of DOS. I didn't understand really the conversations and uh, the whining and dining that happens kind of in those conversations, the navigating the political conversations and all of those things. I didn't really understand all of those concepts. The more I, I sat there and listened and the more I paid attention to what was going on around me, how people were speaking, paying attention to their body language and tones and eye movements, that gave me a different concept of what it was to be to be part of that community and how I wanted to be seen in that community. Now, I had to become adaptable. There was a version of myself that I always held. But if I forced that version in that environment, I was never going to be accepted as part of their social structure. So, And that also led me to areas in my career where I actually was not favored as somebody. Now, people knew I was intelligent and capable, highly capable of doing what I needed to do. But there was a term associated, which was difficult, right? And that's because of the fact that at one point in my career, I decided to stop playing that game and said, I'm just going to call people on their bullshit and draw a line and say that is and is not correct because there's certain ways of doing things and certain ways of not doing things. And there's certain ways of being good leaders and not being good leaders. Now, all of this being said, I'm just painting a picture for you that to be involved in that social structure, I had to adapt from the way I was involved in a militaristic social structure to being in a highly political and soft social community. And the verbiage, the way you presented yourself, how you spoke, all became very different. Now, there's still a way that we men honor ourselves in those moments, our version of ourselves. And we can still play that game, but most men don't know how to honor themselves truthfully in many scenarios because of the fact that they feel like there's a facade that always has to be presented to preserve their lack or their insecurity within them, right? So this is where men, in my opinion, this is why I don't believe it is a mask per se that they're wearing. I believe it to be actually more of an adaptable personality to still convey the same way they want to be seen in every social setting to convey that but yet not convey it the same way every time. So if people want to say that, you know, you're, you're in, you know, an alpha, right? Like dudes want to be an alpha. I promise you, if you took a guy trying to be an alpha who physically is fit 
and you put him, and I've, again, I've talked about this. This is why I don't believe this to be a mask. If you put that motherfucker in a highly intellectual conversation or in a highly intellectual environment, and he is not up to that standard, one, first off, he's going to feel inferior being there. Second, there's no way that motherfucker is going to be able to establish alpha-ness in that aspect because no one gives a fuck about his size. No one feels inferior to him because they're all smarter than him. And so you have to remember that while you may think people are wearing that mask, when that mask is unavailable, what do you think they're doing? So that's why I say they're not wearing a mask. They're being adaptable. He is going to have to adapt to that environment and say, either I'm going to sit back and watch because I am not so I cannot participate in this because my alphaness cannot be continually presented, or he's going to have to bow down to that and not allow himself to be an alpha, right? So that is, and, and, and let's kind of change that too. It's not really an alpha. These are more false alphas because the real alphas, in my personal opinion, don't have this problem. They have the ability to be more fluid and more fluid in a way that is very um, cohesive with who they truly are and not worry about being presented as an alpha, right? Like true alphas don't have that. But false alphas do. They have to establish that. Now, that's a personality trait. I don't think it to be a mask. And the personality trait ends up being ends up being promoted in a different way, or it ends up being it ends up being suppressed because of the fact that it can't be established, right? So I've seen this stuff firsthand. I've experienced it firsthand. It's a different concept than what you're hearing out there, but it's what I believe to be very true because I see it more consistently than I do someone walking around with a fucking mask. Now, are are men guarded? Of course. But is that some particular name of mask that they're wearing? I don't think so. There's just a level of guardedness men have depending on their experience, depending on how they've been burned or how they've been hurt in life. And that's and also basically depending on the societal structures that they've bought into that have created the version of the man that they are. So it doesn't allow them to expose certain things. So then that's a wall put up for sure. But I don't necessarily agree with that mask thing. So obviously you guys have heard me say that a million times now, but that is just, that's where we look at this and we have to say, okay, what is it that we are doing as men and how can we adjust that? Right? So if we're, if we're presenting ourselves in a certain way and we realize, Hey, we're, we're adaptable. Let's play to the set of adaptability as opposed to saying, I got a mask I'm wearing and I got to pull this off and I got to, and it's so wrong and it doesn't serve me and all these things. No, I, I don't, again, I don't think that that's true. I think that you're being adaptable to have people see you in a certain way. The question that we should be asking is why do we have to be seen a certain way in every environment? What is it? Where's the validity in that for us? Right? So like, where did we find this and why is it so important for us to be be seen that way, right? There's certain social settings that I go into now, and maybe I'm a little quieter. I don't need to always talk or be seen as somebody that is, uh, you know, a social butterfly. Now I am 
inherently an extroverted person. I love, love getting in conversations, learning about people, having uh, deep conversations and intellectual things and having a, a high level of intelligent conversations. But on the same token, there are times when I feel like just observing and being part of the atmosphere, but not necessarily being involved in the conversation. And I am comfortable sitting back in that mode now because I don't need to be seen in a certain way as I used to have to be seen, right? And so there is that fluidity and comfort in knowing that I'm confident in who I am and wherever I'm at in life, I can be who I truly, I truly respect in that moment and what I truly desire out of that environment. So it's understanding that. Now, if you're a guy who is moving around and saying, okay, Johnny, I get it. I understand like, yeah, I guess I'm not maybe wearing a mask, but maybe I am being, I have a certain perception of what I want to be seen as. And I try to force that everywhere I go. Well, just ask yourself why that's important to be seen that way to you. What is it in your past? What is it in you that feels validated by being seen that way? And is that really consistent with who you are deep down? Or do you feel it's forced to have to push that in the environment so that people see you that way? Think about that. Those are big questions, man. Because at the end of the day, when we're trying to really figure out who you are, we have to own that we are just simply people who want to be loved. We want to be cared for. We want to be included. And we just want to be part of the social circle. And if we can understand that, then it's really just saying, well, how can I still be part of that and still honor myself in my own truth and not force a perception of what I believe other people's believe about me or what I want other people's to think about me and allow them to see a true version of me because they're going to appreciate that more. So very, very in-depth questions there, guys. I hope that you took a second to write those down, maybe even play the episode back just a little bit and replay these and, and write them down and give yourself the ability to really dive in and ask the real questions to yourself so you can start to create answers that draw out that truthful, honest version of yourself. That's what's important. So really good. Um, and you know, people are always talking about masks because they it's a trendy thing to say, and it's an easy visualization to say masks, right? You can all visualize that, but in reality, I don't necessarily think that that's the appropriate way to address what men are actually doing as opposed to them having a vision of who they are and then pushing that out towards the world in different modalities, which means it couldn't be one mask. That's why I say it's more of a personality adaptability to say like, Hey, I'm going to be this way because that's what's accepted right now, even though I don't really feel great about it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And remember, if you guys have not hopped over to johnnylsasser.com, make sure you guys do that. Check out the Elite Man community where we are building strong men by allowing them to find that elite level in themselves. You know, elite is not handed out, it is built. Every single man that is elite has had to cultivate that through years and years of pressure and perseverance. And it doesn't mean that you have any other way to get there. It just means the fact that that is the most common way to get there. And for you men out there that are looking at becoming that elite level yourself, join the elite man community. We are stepping up the game by giving you tools and techniques to get there, to be honest with yourself, to find that authenticity. And we are giving you guys 
Q&A, 45 minutes every month. You're getting guest speakers. You're getting PDFs, videos, weekly videos. you got a community of men around you. And soon to come, we will be having in-person get-togethers as well. Potentially about once a year, we're looking at adding that into the membership. So make sure you guys go check out the Elite Man community over at johnnylsasser.com. If you guys do love the podcast, head over to Apple iTunes or Spotify or wherever you guys listen and they do have ratings. Give us a five-star review or a top rating. Let everybody know what you love about the podcast and what they can look forward to if they decide to listen. So appreciate you guys so much. Everybody listening, always love you guys. And as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble. Until next time.